year 2001. My wife and I were young parents of our firstborn, living in New York City, about to make Aliyah and move back home to Israel. We decided to enjoy one last big hurrah vacation that we would probably never be able to do once we live in Israel. So we decided to go enjoy Hawaii. We visited two Hawaiian islands on that wonderful pre-Aliyah vacation, the islands of Maui and Kauai. We even got to enjoy an evening in the town of Lahaina, a town in Maui that is now in the news, even though it is not in the news enough. For those of you who still have not heard, a horrendous tragedy recently took place in Lahaina on Maui on August 9th. However, not as much attention is being given to the tragedy of Lahaina as should be. And this is why I'm making this video. Because a horrific tragedy just took place in Maui that literally has me crying at nights and not enough attention is being given to what happened. And once again, the actions and inactions of government and media do not make sense. What am I talking about? Well, a massive wildfire destroyed many of the homes in the historic community of Lahaina, leaving most of the people of that town now homeless. However, what's even worse is that while the official number of dead is only around 100, over 1,000 people are still officially missing, including hundreds of children who were let out of school early, presumably many of those 1,000 plus missing, including the hundreds of children, are dead. Hundreds of children burnt in a fire, potentially dead, yet very little outcry. Rather, it's all being treated just as a regular news item. This is a horrific tragedy, yet there is hardly any media reporting upon this horrible catastrophe as it should be reported upon. Hundreds of children have potentially been burnt alive, yet little outrage from the public? Now, do you understand why I've been crying almost every night as I hear about the tragedy in Lahaina, Maui? Where are the media and social media campaigns for people to update their profile picture with flags of Hawaii, or we are with Maui, or we are with the families of Lahaina? None. When a terror attack hit France, that was the world's reaction. How about the public campaign today for Ukraine? People still today proudly show off a Ukrainian flag, whether on their social media profiles, their cars, or even on their homes but little public awareness and no support campaigns for the families and children of Lahaina, Maui? Many who potentially have been totally erased from the earth in this catastrophic event, whole families? This isn't Avi Abelo talking. Check out this short news clip. Children that were sent home from school that day. We need to find out what happened to all those kids. I will say in all of my days over there this past week, having talking to a lot of people, you don't hear people saying, I still can't find this person or I still can't find that person. There's not a great outcry of a missing child or a missing cousin. That does exist, but I'm just telling you, if the numbers are in the 500 to 1,000, I would have thought I would have heard that more. So that does leave me with one last potentiality, which is entire families are gone. Entire groups of people who could not escape and no one left to say, where is my cousin? Where is my uncle? Where is my child? I, I do think, and I am concerned, it's going to be a story that gets worse before it ever looks better. It's tragic. This was one tiny news clip. 
Besides this, there is hardly any public awareness for people around the world, or even for many Americans, to focus on the families of Lahaina and connect with the absolute tragedy that they have just experienced, including many of them totally disappearing from the earth. U.S. media spends lots of time reporting on Ukraine and all the money that the U.S. government gives to Ukraine, but little attention is being given regarding the U.S. citizens of Lahaina, Maui, who just experienced a literal inferno and are looking to receive a dismal $700 from the U.S. government per household. Like, what? Where's the comparison here? With it all, I think this Lahaina wildfire is being reported as the worst fire catastrophe ever in the U.S., yet it is being treated mostly as just a regular news item. You know me, I ask questions, and many things with this Maui wildfire that destroyed the community of Lahaina and devastated the lives of many of its families, including erasing so many of them, potentially, it does not add up. Before I continue, I just want to say thank you for joining me, Avi Abelo, for another episode of The Pulse of Israel, where I provide you with the inspiring, politically incorrect truth about Israel, the Jewish people, and the freedom-loving world. And this catastrophe of the fire in Lahaina, Maui, and Hawaii is definitely something that people who care about the freedom-loving world should be thinking about. So if you are not yet a subscriber to our daily Pulse of Israel video and podcast program, just visit PulseofIsrael.com and click to subscribe. And if you like this video and you want to help us get it seen by more people, because not enough people know about what's going on in Maui, Hawaii, to the families of Lahaina, please click on the donate button to help us get this video seen by many more people. So going back to the tragedy in Hawaii, in Lahaina, Maui, I just want to reiterate and say that I literally have been crying almost every day since I heard about what happened in Lahaina. Many people were literally burnt alive, including potentially hundreds of children, literally incinerated in this horrific fire. And I'm horrified each and every time I think about it. There are so many questions about what happened, and hardly any establishment media outlet is talking about them. I won't go into all of the questions, but I want to mention some of the major ones. First of all, check out this footage. No, I think we gotta abandon ship. We gotta walk. We we gotta walk. Walk to where? (laughs) We gotta walk somewhere. Wait, careful. Lord, Lord, please, Lord, please. Ah, No, no. Ah, Guys, we gotta walk. Hell no, we're gonna die. We gotta walk somewhere over there by the beach. We're gonna fucking die. Oh fuck! MG, wrong turn! Wrong turn! MG, MG, MG. Oh shit! Just keep going. Oh shit! No, 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 not like this! Not like this! Keep going. Not like this! No! God! The car! Don't come, I got to call you.
The official line initially was blaming this fire in Hawaii, in Lahaina of Maui, on climate change. Right? That's the new thing. Climate change is destroying the earth and so many fires are because of climate change. If the Maui fires don't wake up Americans to the climate emergency, nothing will. And Maui fires show climate change's ugly reach. The deadly infernos remind us that no place on earth will be untouched by global warming. Like what? What in the world did they already know about the fire to blame it on climate change? Besides the fact that there are videos and witnesses who saw electric poles fall to the ground and start some of the fires? Why in the world are they pushing the climate change agenda where it doesn't belong? Well, thanks to enough people raising many questions with actual footage from the fire disproving climate change, the media has started to walk back the climate change agenda. Like this headline in ABC News, why climate change can't be blamed entirely for the Maui wildfires. Oh, thank you for writing entirely. Despite this seemingly walk back, that still is not stopping many politicians or media outlets from pushing the climate change agenda, like this one. Because the fact of the matter is there's a beast at our door, and that's the beast of climate change. It seems like the whole world is on fire. We need to defend ourselves from climate change. We need to, to decarbonize our economy so these fires don't ravage us. There's not enough fire trucks in the world to protect us if we don't stop climate change. This is just another example of how the government and media turn into global agenda-pushing entities taking advantage of calamity to push their own agenda instead of actually reporting and trying to help people affected by tragedies. Now watch these videos of people who experience trying to escape the horrible inferno fire in Lane. Good luck. Look at this. Holy sh**. This is a nightmare. I don't know where he's going, probably to block our street. They're gonna barbecue all these people down in Lahaina. We're all trapped down in here. They're blocking off all exits and everyone is just stuck. Going in a circle in a fire pit. I was in my truck going to check on some uh, customers' properties and all of a sudden all the roads were being blocked off right in front of me and I, from the cops, and I would go to the next street and that would be blocked off and the next one and they just blocked everything off, forced everybody down on Front Street in which then the flames were coming over our vehicles. I was going down the highway and they blocked it off and wouldn't let me go any further. They stopped us from going up on the bypass. Um, so then, you couldn't go up the bypass? No. And then, then all of a sudden they said, get off this highway, go down this way, down into town. Then they started blocking everything off there and then you were down on Front Street. And so you got corralled onto Front Street? Yes. Couldn't go anywhere. They just said, go north, go north, go north. And we're all in a line trying to get to the end of Front Street to go north, like they told us to, not knowing that the police blocked off the end of Front Street so nobody could move. And then everybody panicked. Everybody went up on the sidewalks and through yards, took out the other lane. Nobody, and then all of a sudden, nobody could move anywhere. The cops were moving around one exit, so I ended up getting up on the highway, even though they tried to direct me another way. And then I hightailed it to home. I can't believe how, whoa! Yeah, it was just backed up all the way to Front Street and uh, we were debating on going left or right on Front Street and we, we went right originally and then parked our car at this children's church, I think it's called Children of the Rainbow. Dude! 
Milo, put your earbuds in. It's gonna be fine. It's fine. The firemen are right here. It's just wow. Tried to run up and out uh, to head north, um, but that was totally blocked. So we ran back, got in our car, and tried to drive left on Front Street, and it was just totally blocked up, and no, no cars were moving. I just can't freaking see. Get them, boys! You're, we can see now. Okay. I can't believe that. It was Holy. like black. That was crazy. Wow. Ooh. We're good now. Yep, we're good. We're out. Oh, shit. the road's closed. It's, yeah. It was right next to our car. Right. Could have reached out and touched it. Our, that... The guy in front of us jumped out of his car and started hitting it with his slipper. Yeah. Mm. I didn't even know we had one. It's under the sink. I don't know which way to go. I guess just keep going away from the fire. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really think it matters. Both sides, to the left and the right, are on fire. White smoke starting to come, which means the fire's starting to die in them. <laughs> scary. Dude, do you know how many people are asking about you, bro? Um, do you know? Look who just showed up! <laughs> Bro, I'm glad are you okay, you. man? Are you okay? Yeah. Holy, bro! I can't believe you just walked up on me. I'm doing a live right now, and everyone loves fish, and everyone's texting me and emailing me and commenting me. How's fish? Like seriously, you're like the number one guy people want to know about. Oh my gosh. Bro, are you okay? I knew you would be okay. By the way. I think I was the last person to make it out of, out of line. Of, so. Really? Can you tell your story, man? You got, you got time? Are you feeling all right? Or you, yeah. I know it's middle of the day and it's hot. Yeah. Well. And so it was about four o'clock, and I went out and I saw the fire, and it was you couldn't even see the gateway because it was covered with smoke, and everyone's standing around just looking. And I said, I think we should get out of here because of the speed of this wind. It could be here in two minutes. And so about what time was this at? By the way, if you guys don't know who this is, this is Fish. He's been sitting next to Cheeseburger in Paradise, selling the most awesome stuffs, right, for years. He's, a, uh, he's like a legend. And uh, everyone loves Fish, and Fish loves everybody. But he's one of the wisest person, people that I know. He's not homeless. He's houseless by choice, by the way. Anyway fish continue so I went around back to Front Street and there were all the cars were lined up but none of them were moving and I walked all the way from Safeway to the chart house not one car had moved and I was wondering what was stopping the traffic well, it was a policeman and I got to the end and I looked up north there were no obstructions there was no reason to keep those cars there. are you serious I'm serious as a heart attack and I, I said, what are you doing? He goes, well, I'm under orders to keep them here. And I said, the fire is, is right around Safeway. It's going to hit Front Street. You know, these people got to get out of here. And he said, I'm following orders. No way. And I, so I just kept walking. I, well, maybe he knows something I don't, you know. So, And I keep walking down the highway. And I look behind. No cars are coming out. I walked all the way to Waikuli Beach. Still no cars coming out. And I started hearing boom, boom, boom. 
and then I heard people screaming and stuff. You're saying they were blockaded in by the police at the end of Front Street? Yeah. Like where that restaurant is? Right, where the chart house was. Where the chart house was, I should right. say. They, there was a blockade there and they could not go any further. Right. I walked, what the I hell? Said, I walked all the way from Safeway to there, not one car had moved. And people walking in front of me, the people in the cars are saying, would you like a ride? And they're going, oh, okay. And they'd get in. They asked me, I'd go, no, you better get out of here. You know, it, and, uh, but they were just, well, we were told to evacuate by car. Uh, I, okay. So I just kept walking and I got all the way to, uh, like I said, the Civic Center. And then I started hearing all the explosions and there was no one walking behind me or on bicycles or anything. And I just, Dude, that is unbelievable. I had no idea, you know, until the next day when I walked down there to, to what had happened. I just, oh my. Do you hear what they were all saying? That the streets were blocked by the police when they were trying to escape. I can't even imagine trying to escape for your life and feeling trapped and having to go back into the fire because you were pushed there by the police. But it's even worse. As AP News reported, in deadly Maui fires, many had no warning and no way out. Those who dodged barricades survived. The article then writes the following, and I quote, As flames tore through a West Maui neighborhood, car after car of fleeing residents headed for the only paved road out of town in a desperate race for safety, and car after car was turned back toward the rapidly spreading wildfire by a barricade blocking access to Highway 30. One family swerved around the barricade and was safe in a nearby town 48 minutes later. Another drove their four-wheel drive car down a dirt road to escape. One man took a dirt road uphill, climbing above the fire and watching as Lahaina burned. He later picked his way through the flames, smoke, and rubble to pull survivors to safety. But dozens of others, and I imagine more than dozens, found themselves caught in a hellscape, their cars jammed together on a narrow road surrounded by flames on three sides and the rocky ocean waves on the fourth, which also had fire in the water. Some died in their cars while others tried to run for safety. And this is a quote from a survivor. I could see from the bypass that people were stuck on the balconies, so I went down and checked it out, unquote, said, said Kikoa Lansford, who made several trips down into town to look for survivors. What he found was horrible, Lansford said, with dead bodies and flames like a hellish movie scene. And I continue to quote, and I could see that people were on fire, that the fire was just being stoked by the wind and being pushed toward the homes, end quote. Why in the world would the police block the streets and not help people escape the fire to save their lives? Show them other ways if a road has to be closed. Some people report that the roads were closed because power lines were down blocking the road. So then help the people get out another way! Proof that those who dodged the barricades survived. That's not an insane situation. That is an evil situation. People sent to their literal deaths being burnt by fire because of police and official orders. Now many people have been saved but couldn't get out because they were stuck in the area of the fire, stuck there by the police. Now listen to this Lahaina local and what he had to say. A tree fell over, hit the power lines, and that's what started the fire. Russ, who lived in his home for 40 years, said he and neighbors fought all day to keep the fire from spreading. We had a hard time holding it back, but we're still, we were winning the game. And then the water turned off. 
and there wasn't anything we could do. Then the sparks were blowing up out of the gulch. We were fighting. We felt like we were winning. We were keeping it at bay, keeping it off of the properties. The water shut off. Even the firemen that were patrolling couldn't refill their trucks. The fire just grew. The sparks started blowing over and and it just beat us in the end. I don't know, you're standing there with a hose and there's nothing coming out and you see the fire coming over and you see parts of your house starting to take, starting to burn and you just feel you're kind of defeated at the moment. You're going, why? You know, <laughs> we did everything and all we could think of was, we have no water, we can't do anything. Jump in our cars and skedaddle, get out of town. And then come back in the morning and see the place all burnt down. And look at this. Well, while life in West Maui remains uncertain, one thing is for sure. Residents are furious over the local government's response. You see, typically, when there's a fire, you use water to put it out. But Maui's Department of Land and Natural Resources delayed the release of water to landowners to help protect their property from the wildfire. In fact, they even disputed the release of water for hours after the West Maui Land Company made a request to release it. Maui survivors are even telling reporters they had to grab water out of their toilets to fend off the flames. I was grabbing water out of the toilet. I was grabbing water out of my Brita filter in the refrigerator. It's a kind of disconcerting feeling when the fire guys show up and they don't have water. And here we have the party line. The water system collapsed, as reported in the New York Times. As Inferno grew, Lahaina's water system collapsed. Really? The water system collapsed? Let's see what else collapsed, which caused hundreds of innocent people to be burned up in this horrendous fire, including hundreds of children. The article writes, and I quote, the problems with water availability were compounded by others, as many residents said they were never given evacuation orders, and sirens set up to warn of such emergencies never sounded an alarm." End quote. So we have no water to fight off the fire. The emergency alarm system did not sound warning everyone to get out of there, all from a fire incinerating hundreds of innocent people, including hundreds of children. But did the water system even collapse? Well, not according to this CNN article. Hawaii delayed diverting water that could have helped Maui wildfires. Letters obtained by CNN allege. Asked about reports that firefighters didn't have enough water to tackle the fire, Governor Josh Green told reporters in a news conference Monday, quote, one thing that people need to understand, especially from far away, is there's been a great deal of water conflict on Maui for many years, end quote. Well, at least the man responsible for the water fiasco was fired, right? No, he was just reassigned to a different position in the Hawaiian government. As the CNN article reports, quote, the Department of Land and Natural Resources, which oversees the Hawaii Commission on Water Resource Management, they reassigned M. Kaleo Manuel to a different division, end quote. What in the world is going on? Something is not right at all. On top of all this, it seems like survivors of this Lahaina fire are now being pressured to sell or even evacuate their land or homes, even those whose houses survived the fire. Realtors, people in the real estate industry are calling your family and your friends who have lost everything to, to buy their plots of land. 
It is disgusting. We have real estate investors and speculators going around calling our victims, offering to give them cash and buy their property. It is disgusting. It's a land grab. And I know that our Lahaina community, we are resilient and we will do whatever it takes to protect Lahaina. And that's one of the big concerns as, as they search for the missing and the dead is that Lahaina doesn't lose its spirit, right? That that people from the outside don't come and rebuild and turn it into a tourist mecca. We've already been displaced enough, and you know we we plan to have a seat at the table in rebuilding Lahaina and ensuring that the rich cultural history of Lahaina is protected and that the multi-generational families get to come back home. Now, do I know what happened? Not at all. But forgive me because I no longer naively believe governments or the media. That is so in 2019. The way our governments and government agencies lied to us all about existing medical treatments for COVID and instead mandating an experimental vaccine that also was unnecessary and potentially dangerous upon all citizens while silencing, delegitimizing, and even firing people for not complying or just voicing concerns over the official narrative? Well, that woke me up long ago, never blindly trust government, any government, or the media. Actually, for me personally, it started way before 2019, but I will leave that for a different video. In the meantime, please pray for the families of Lahaina, especially all the families who lost loved ones and lost children, and especially those that are totally gone. And finally, pray for better times when we can actually trust our leaders to have our best interests at heart, because too many things are happening nowadays proving otherwise. Like I always explain to you, I firmly believe that everything we are experiencing today around the world, including in Israel, are all part of a gigantic godly wake-up process where we are being led to truly connect with God above and place trust in Him and to stop blindly trusting our elected officials, government, media, journalists, doctors, scientists, and even religious leaders. No blindly trusting any human being. They are all human and fallible. While many of them might be good intentions, none of them can be trusted blindly. They all have to earn our trust. There is only one who we can trust blindly, and that is God above. Signing off from the center of truth in the world, the city of Jerusalem, the place of God's home on earth, the Temple Mount. In memory of those who lost their lives in Lahaina, and for those Lahaina families today suffering, enjoy watching this video clip of one family driving down the main street of Lahaina sometime before the tragedy struck. When your day is long And the night The night is yours alone Israel on frontline videos from the Holy Land. 
support our work by donating today.